Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 74. Hope you had a great Canada Day. Hope you had a great uh, July 4th. Hope you blew up a bunch of stuff. Hope you were safe with the fireworks. Uh, three minutes after the fireworks have started, I've had enough. Hope you weren't like Jason Pierre Paul and <laughs> blew your hands off lighting fire. If you're an NFL player, maybe you get, Hire get one of your buddies in your entourage to light the fireworks. That's just my piece of advice. Four minutes I can take of fireworks before I'm bored. No, I'm with you, but it was kind of cool because we were here on Saturday night for the 4th of July working, and we just happened to be able to go up to the fifth floor of our building and see the fireworks from across Pico Boulevard. A golf course. A golf course, a country (laughs) club, putting on a fireworks display bigger than any uh, I've (laughs) ever seen other than Sochi for the Olympics. It was massive. And then in the background, we see all these amazing, like, as you can see all of Los Angeles from there, you can see all these little, not but not little, fireworks going off in backyards of homes. I'm like, is this Armageddon? Are we dying? <laughs> Are we being attacked? There was a lot. And there was Trigger bomb. <laughs> so we were watching it up on uh, the fifth floor patio. Where did all those families come from? There was just families yeah, up there. Do just they a live lot up there? of random people. Yeah, we have a lot of people living here that you don't know, but it's like lost. <laughs> it's very similar to lost. Everyone's trying to get out of here, but we'll never let them go. Uh, so no uh, Jim this week. He, uh, as you notice, uh, if you're watching the video portion, we're in the uh, the podcast room, not in Jim's studio. We haven't been in Jim's studio. In I lot. think we're here He's been for out, good, yeah. aren't yeah. we? We're, we're here for good. good. Big changes coming yeah. in here. Yeah. Did we kick a family out of yeah. this room? Yeah, yeah. This, it was actually it's Jim's. A, family. They're on the roof now. <laughs> it was Jim's family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Jim's family who had to go away. But I will say this: um, at first, I would be disappointed that we're in here because the audio was so. Sh- uh, before, but it's come a long. But man, way. it's come a long way. Even last week, Mike doing it solo started off a little rough, but got pretty good toward the end. Mike's I used to doing it solo. Yeah, yeah, is he ever? But only with one arm. I had to use two last week. God. Get, yeah. Huh? It, Does that should, work for you? Probably Get. just left that. Just yeah. let without <laughs> adding anything. And it just kind of shows what kind of youth is living today. <laughs> Where uh, is Patrick? Oh, great question, Mike. Uh, so oh, can we welcome Bertie, our, our yep. new audio guy? Hey, Bertie, thanks right for here. coming in. Hi, Bertie. Happy to be here. Yeah, great to have you along with us. Um, Did you call him Bertie? Yeah, Bertie, right? Yeah. Bertie? Bertie with a Birdie. T. Bertie. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I love it. Hey, who's that good-looking guy? <laughs> Very weird. I thought it was like Birdie. <laughs> no, it's with like a T. Like a oh. bird? Yeah. I'm glad we figured that out. It's good to straighten <laughs> these things out. Yeah. Okay, where's Pat? So, uh, <laughs> so put out an email just to let uh, yep. everybody know when we're coming in. Featherstone obviously got it. Yep. Um, Pat didn't read it. So when I texted him today, ETA, he said, sorry, just checked my email. So again, let's just, just to reiterate what Pat does here at Fox, he's the head of social <laughs> media. <laughs> don't send him an email. But don't send him yeah, any yeah. electronic mail. Just write him a letter. 
put it in the post office box, you might get. You're going surfing on the internet. I met up with Patrick the other night. Yeah, how was that? You guys hit the clubs? Uh, I met up with him in Manhattan Beach, which is a beach community in L.A., yep. and uh, had a quick drink, and then he left. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I got there, because it was after work. It was like, uh, like, 11.30 or midnight. Yeah. And uh, one of the people who was with, they're like, I just called an Uber. So long, my time here is oh up. My God. Uh, so I just got here? Okay, see you later. So everyone left when you showed up? Everyone's like, ooh, coolsy. <laughs> see you later. No, nah, I got one drink in, and then I skedaddled. Well, that's kind of your perfect night, isn't it? Exactly. But the best part is we have, if you go to <laughs> at... There's, of course, proof from Pat. Yeah, if yeah. you go to at Pat Muldowney, if you go to his Instagram page... You'll see uh, an Instagram that says, it's so it's Dan. It's a woman whose Instagram handle is Frenchie3783. She's a Canadian. And then it's Pat on the right. And it said, I promised Frenchie she'd meet at least one famous Canadian on her L.A. trip. Gracias. <laughs> Dan O'Toole. Gracias. And then this Marco Grady. Dan yeah. has developed quite the gut since he left Canada. I have no gut. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. This is my favorite part. So Marco Grady says, Dan has developed quite the gut since he left Canada. Still eating hell of a good dip? Hashtag Summer of Dan. Uh, and then he goes on to say, don't mean to be mean, though. Dan is still great on the pod. Okay, so Mark, I weighed myself today. I now currently weigh what I weighed in high school. Whoa. I will say, though, this picture does kind of look like you're rocking a bit of a dad bod here. Maybe it's a bad, a bad, te- a bad shirt. Maybe you should get rid of that shirt. I just got it. Take that shirt out. <laughs> Take that shirt out of the rotation. Give it to Goodwill. <laughs> you know, a buddy of mine said he donated a bunch of clothes to Goodwill recently, and then he said he walked by the Goodwill about a week later, and one of the shirts he donated was on a mannequin yes. at the Goodwill. And it, and he said that's a curb your enthusiasm episode waiting to happen. Like they can't just put my stuff. By the way, Mike, we can hear you writing that. Means he's got good stuff though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got good duds. So there should be proud. Maybe this shirt right here and then, should be going there. And then I went to Hermosa, and uh, if people watch the PA show, I went and uh, I watched the gold medal game because my family's in Canada for vacation. The gold uh, so medal. I'm all alone. I watched the uh, the the uh, World Cup final uh, with uh, with Ian and Ryan. It was, yeah, and Ian Ian used to work on the podcast. Then and then as soon as the game ended, they left. So. So wait, where uh, did, wait, was people this? seem to flee when I joined? Was, <laughs> but maybe you just repulse them after a while. Like maybe initially they're like, "Yeah, it'd be a good idea to go with Dan," and then you just show up and they're like, "Whoa, look no. at that shirt!" <laughs> you know, I wore a different shirt. Just start wearing this shirt and only this shirt. I only want you to wear that sex, one. buddy. So wait, was it at a bar? Yes, we went to Hennessy's on the Hermosa Pier. A lot of. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of a lot, a lot of people cheering. Everyone was so into it. They yeah. were ringing bells when they scored. It was Woo! crazy. Again, the well, we'll talk about it with our guest Alexi Wallace. But oh yeah, that's our guest son, today. The son to blame for Japan, I believe. Well, that's tough. Ball coming from shade into sun. It's tough. It is tough. I agree, but I don't think he can blame all the first four goals on the sun. <laughs> uh. Have you ever seen the movie Empire of the Sun? Steven Spielberg? Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. What a flick. <laughs> what a weird because segment. You want to talk about that Because a bit? the Japan anthem was played at the beginning, and uh-huh. they play that in that movie. 
pretty weird to go from the American anthem so sort of, you know, uplifting, and then the Japan anthem is so somber. It's like, so heroic. It's like, oh, man, it's somber. So if you get a chance, the Empire of the Sun, it's uh, a Christian Bale as a child. Yeah, a little uh, child actor. And speaking, John Malkovich. Speaking of Empire of the Sun, uh, our uh, our Canadian Wall of Fame man this week is director James Cameron. He had nothing to do with Empire of the Sun, <laughs> but he is also a film director. He's busy exploring the world's oceans. He's a weird guy. He's a little sketch. He's a little sketch. But he directed Titanic. Titanic. And, and the Terminator films, the first two, which were really good. And uh, other sh- Oh, Avatar, of course. He's still working still on like six that. other. You know, I like Avatar. I think they're making two more, actually. They're making two more as we speak. If yeah. he's not in a submarine, as Dan said, looking for the other lost remnants of the What Titanic. happened to 3D TVs? That's gone? We're done with that? I think it's still around, but nobody bought into it. Now it's 4D, right? And it might right. be going up. Isn't to that just real life? Like well, this, we're in 4D. 4K. This is it. Just us. That's like a play. 4D is like a play on the stage. <laughs> oh, you bought a TV. Oh, did you just crap. dribble on your suit? I did. Oh crap. God. What? How? How did you do that? You just—it's just a cup. Because it's tough to drink with a <laughs> mic in my mouth. <laughs> Dan, you're getting belligerent. I like it. This is the Dan we've been waiting for down here. I'll kill your dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Alexi Lawless is our guest. He was just spent the last month in uh, Vancouver. Uh, he was there for our, our Fox World Cup coverage uh, on a, a gorgeous set. I don't know if people around Canada got to see it, but uh, just amazing multi-million dollar set they built on the waterfront. So yeah. I, I would Two like to levels. know, does anyone keep track of these things? Like, what's the World Cup um, tourism bounce that Vancouver's going to see? I bet you... Good. Fifty bucks. <laughs> like, remember when the when uh, the Olympics were in Salt Lake and every day was beautiful? Mm-hmm. I bet you that like any worldwide event that you have perfect weather for and your mm-hmm. city comes off like that, it just must be billions. Yeah, that's true. You, you make a good point there. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I don't think anyone in Canada got to see it. They had to see the TSN one, which I understand uh, was just a folding desk and chairs and just put up like a lemonade stand. It's okay. They didn't have the scratch. Well, Duffy even said it. Yeah. He said it himself last week. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, but by the way, record ratings for Fox. Like 25 million people or something like that watched. Yeah. That's, that's pretty f- fantastic for Unreal. Fox and Fox Sports 1. Uh, if only we had the Canada-USA final. Yeah. Maybe next year. It's in four years. Yeah. In <laughs> France. Can we go? Can we lie and say we speak French? We. Oui. Oui. <laughs> that's the answer we wanted. And uh, uh, David Hearn almost won his first PGA Tour event on no, Sunday. Watching no. that, went to a playoff. Uh, and Austin Dillon almost died. Oh my God! I was watching that. That was insanity. That was a, that was a crazy crash in NASCAR. If you haven't, I'm sure you've seen it by now. But uh, if you haven't, it's it's insane. Should we get to our guest, or should we? Uh... Uh, I would love to, but uh, for now, do we have? We don't have the stand-up, do we? No, that's coming because remember we're waiting for Jim. To work some magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> well, let's do touch my bag. Yeah, and then we'll get into the guest. It's okay, time so to, to touch, touch their, their bag. bag. The J and Dan mail bag. So Birdie, what do you think of that uh, stinger there? It was fantastic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oddly appropriate. <laughs> 
So Mike here, uh, of course, reads uh, all the great emails we get to jandan.com. If you just go to jandan.com and says contact us, uh, click on there, send us an email, ask us a question. The shorter emails have a better chance of getting read here and, on the pod. And get in there and uh, buy some slim-fitting T-shirts. They don't yeah. make you look like you have a gut. Yeah, here's the thing. We went all out to get the best quality T-shirts yeah. for you. You aren't going to get the big, massive wide collars yeah those the ones that you get at a, a t-shirt giveaway at a game yeah you're not gonna get those yeah yeah you're not gonna get that shit. you're gonna get good quality from our website so go buy yourself something and contact us we got three emails this week um and i think dan's gonna really enjoy these ones they're read by uh, mike botticello uh english uh lit major yes Here we go minor uh this is from dan uh, fury uh the subject is marriage advice oh. Hi, Jay, Dan, Jim, Patrick, Mike, and Vader. I've been a loyal listener from the beginning, and I'm getting married next week. I'd love some marriage advice from the podcast crew. Why not, eh? Why not, eh? Dan? Uh, uh, only have <laughs> sex if you're go- trying to conceive a child. So that's it. D- so if you're going to have two children, if you're planning on two children, count on only having sex two more times exactly. in your life. That's yes, the rule. Sex, buddy. That pretty much That's is the it. rule forget, of marriage. Forget sex, buddy. And the other thing is, I think, and this is this is absolutely key. Um, pretend always when you're getting in the shower, pretend that the shower takes a long time to heat up for you and only you, and take that extra five minutes to just masturbate yourself. You sometimes you need some time to yourself to masturbate. I'm the juicy man. And when in a conversation with your. Uh with your mate, uh, come up with uh, different words instead of just yes or something when they're uh, going on and on about a story. Just nod and, oh, really? Just throw that in there, and then right. it sounds like you're really listening. Yeah, so go to a thesaurus <laughs> at your local library. You don't say! Yeah. Just a- throw that in there. Yeah. So there you go. There's some good marriage advice for you, Dan Fury. That's a good name. What's the uh, next? The uh, next one's from Andrew. Hey, guys. Big fan of the pod since the TSN day one. Two things I'd like to talk to you about. Actually, one thing. Uh, when I first joined Twitter, the first tweet I ever sent was to none other than Dan O'Toole. He responded right away. I thought, wow, this is amazing. I can just type messages to celebrities, and they answer right back. So I tried messaging Jay. No reply. <laughs> couple hockey players, no reply. I didn't even get a reply from the local weatherman. It was then that I realized that Dan, just a pig farmer from Peterborough. I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. Was probably just too polite to ignore messages. How depressingly Canadian. <laughs> Dan O'Toole, how depressingly <laughs> Canadian. That's kind of true. First time I don't know how to accept that. Am I should be happy? <laughs> well, because it's your Catholic guilt coming out. Exactly. You can't not respond to, uh, to someone who says hi to you on Twitter. I'm surprised I didn't respond. Usually I respond. I was like a year into Twitter before I even realized you could respond to people. <laughs> you just thought it was like a news feed? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's 96.9. <laughs> so you didn't know you could... Did you know that you could send messages out? Yes, I send okay. messages, but then finally one day I click. I'm like, oh, these people are all trying to talk to me. Right. <laughs> You're going surfing on the internet. <laughs> So there you go, everyone. If you need help with your computer, <laughs> call Dan. All right, so what's the third uh, one? Next one's from uh, Brad Brewer. Uh, this is for Dan again. Dan's book is the subject. Mm. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say I'm a huge fan of the pod and have been listening since you started back at TSN. Jay is making a second book, and even Duffy is making a book. I thought, why not, A, to the idea of Dan writing a book? 
It could be Dan trying to write stories which get cut off halfway because he gets sidetracked and tells a different story and him writing negative reviews of products, companies, and other things that he doesn't like. <laughs> I actually think that that's actually that a good from idea. Brad? Brad Brewer. Hey, here's the deal. Brad, you write up a book. I'll sign off on it. Or I'll just say, yeah, that, that <laughs> happened. That's like Kramer selling his stories exactly. to Jay Peterman. Um, Why not, eh? Speaking of companies that Dan complained about, do we have that... Uh, that HSBC thing? Uh, yes. Yeah. What? Do they, you have that? What happened? Have you heard about this, Dan? No, they mad? So, was, no, no. A bunch sure of people. Yes, yes. We oh, do. the ISIS stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah, HSBC. They, yeah. A okay. bunch of again. HSBC employees in London, I believe, as a joke, did a, a, f- a parody ISIS beheading video. Hilarity, uh, HSBC. So, uh, basically what just happened was... Dan, he's just wiping his nose now. Should we be worried? <laughs> oh, I have had a runny nose forever. Yeah, yeah. Been spending a lot of time at the bars in Hermosa. <laughs> so you were saying about HSBC? Yeah, yeah. The point is, ever since you dropped them, you dropped HSBC. I haven't like got a- around to doing that yet. I'm going to get to it. What do you mean? I thought you went, you storming in the next day and telling them what you really thought of them. I haven't got around to that yet. So your money is still <laughs> with this company that puts out ISIS beheading videos. Yeah, it's HSBC. What if they try to sponsor us right now? Would we still take their money? No, who did send me something? <laughs> you didn't answer the question. Oh, yeah, we'd take their money. Yeah, we would. Yeah. Uh, juicy Fruit. I mentioned Juicy Fruit in a tweet, and they sent me like 500 packs of Juicy Fruit. They so s- thanks, Juicy Fruit. They sent us some sponsorship money? <laughs> yeah. So Paid us in gum. Paid us in gum. <laughs> Great. <laughs> a lot of fat, a lot of good that's going to do us. Uh, All right, that's been the Jane Dan mailbag. Oh, no, that's bag. no, I don't want to play it. I just wanted to talk about it. Yeah, it was pretty harsh. Okay. okay, let's get to our guest. This is our Canadian Wall of Fame, Alexi. These are all famous Canadians that we've uh, inducted into the Wall of Fame. Any favorites? Let's see. Who do we got here? Eugene up there and Joni, right? And uh, Gordy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're a big music guy, so yeah. There's, yeah. A, lot good, got there's Neil, a lot of good stuff. We I was, got Rush, of yeah, course. I right? was cranking uh, some uh, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie the other day. What? I thought about From the you guys. Album? Oh, what? Yeah, the album. 1981. I, oh 1981. God. I was 11 years old, and I, so I grew up in Detroit. Yeah. And you know the proximity, proximity, and everything. And sure. So I, I I remember getting that album, and because the single came out, so that's how we found out take about off. it. Take off. Take off, yeah. And so I was obsessed with it, and then I listened to it over and over and over oh, again, d- and toques and crawlers and, and all you the different stuff. You described my whole childhood, and I just got a, an old copy of it, and I've been listening to it. It's so it's so great because then I heard them talk about it, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, how, and you can hear it too when you listen to it now, that they recorded it over like two days. They they yep. scripted nothing, <laughs> and they it's a little bit like this podcast actually. <laughs> and they got progressively more drunk right. as it went right. on, and you can tell by the end they're just destroyed. It's, it's so great. good, and I just listened to it over and over. I had memorized all of them. It was great. You're one it of the few great. Americans who knows what a toque is. Oh yeah, to all the you know hosers and. Those heads and all that kind and of And you've stuff. been in Vancouver for the last month. Coffee so. sandwich was one of the things. The um, coffee yeah, So how was your experience in Canada? One yeah. month in one of the world's most beautiful cities, Vancouver. It was awesome. I had been to Vancouver a couple of times, but to be up there for the Women's World Cup and to uh, 
you know, anytime you do a World Cup, it's a Groundhog Day type of existence, and the same thing over and over again. But right. never has a Groundhog Day been just so enjoyable, even though you're doing the same thing because of the city. Honestly, it was it was part of the star. Our set was a star. Yeah, it but amazing. to have it in Vancouver was awesome. What a great city. It smells uh, of pot everywhere that you go. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and it, it, I'm not joking. Yeah. Everywhere that you go. And I don't know what the rules and the laws are up there, but you, you I would go for runs in Stanley Park there. <laughs> yeah. And each and every block that I went past in order to get to the, uh, the beautiful park that they have over there was just everywhere. And I don't know if people are just doing it on purpose or yeah. they pipe it in or... They want you to feel welcome. It's so amazing. You, sweet you got dunge. a second-hand high then. Yeah. Oh, third-hand. Second, third. I mean, it was <laughs> everywhere you went. So that it's not a complaint about a city. It's just the reality of the city. And, and then how many – give me the over-under on Cactus Club Cafe visits. Well, we actually had a, uh, a direct service from the Cactus Club that would just bring us uh, our stuff. So that's all that we ate every single day. <laughs> Were the waitresses from the Cactus Club the ones that would bring it to well, you? Well, listen um, – I was doing work down there. I don't know if you saw. I was working very, very hard. And yes, so, you are. I know. You, know, you while, were. You were. While I enjoyed being in Vancouver, um, you know, I, I had to focus on the soccer yes. and, and making sure that the soccer was there. Plus, I was surrounded by women anyway. That's uh, true. You, you were. Know, I was definitely the, the minority there. Well, can I say something? I know, Darren, I, I have to say, I really wanted to have you on because I wanted to thank you because we did these Jay and Dan Don't Go to the Women's World Cup segments that we thought were funny, mm -hmm. but the response <laughs> from the panel, and especially the ladies on the panel, was Silence. a cross <laughs> between my dog just died and general <laughs> indifference. Whereas when you would watch them, you would actually laugh about it. And so I ha we have to yes, thank, thank you. you for we have to they thank you. They were great. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, and I waited every single time for the uh, the rollout at the end of the, the, the name checking and, and all that, because that, for me, was the best. And what, whatever, it was like Estelle get whoever you it was. Enjoyed you enjoyed so Soleil yeah. Moon Fry. Soleil Moon Fry. That was the best. <laughs> and, and a lot of times, like you said, so they well, they wouldn't show it to us because they wanted the real reaction. Sure. And so then they would throw back to the set, and I would be just sitting there cackling and giggling in my seat, and you know all, all of my uh, you know wonderful co colleagues there didn't quite find it as amusing no. as I did. No, they did not, Alexi. Now that set was unreal <laughs> that Fox built right on the water. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys just detonate it before you left? It, it, it would have been the most kick-ass apartment to live in if they had just kept it there. Because there's nothing there. No. Yeah. And people came by and said, why Why isn't there anything there? I don't know. I mean, they decided there's nothing there. But <laughs> it's a complete pity. It's sad because it really was a work of art. It was gorgeous. Everything was done first class. The Even the uh, – I, I, I met the guy named uh, Gabriel, and his job was to make sure that there was no cables visible anywhere. I mean, it was it just pristine, beautiful, state-of-the-art. logs everywhere. There was logs well, we and beaver, logs. Beaver yeah. everywhere. Uh, <laughs> beavers, excuse me. Uh, everywhere we had logs everywhere. There was a lot of wood. I mean, there's a lot of wood up yeah. there for obvious reasons. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we tried to make it as Canadian as possible. We, you know, we had Mounties coming in and every stereotypical thing that you could possibly imagine. And, I, and, and that's why my... You know, my my head went back to Bob and Doug, and I was cranking Triumph, <laughs> and I was remember because Triumph I love as a band. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Triumph, yeah, they are perfect, exactly. Yeah, oh, Rick Emmett, Rick Emmett, love him. Oh, great voice, incredible guitar player. <laughs> uh, and I and I kept thinking about all these Canadian things that fr from from my youth. We used to go to the Windsor Ballet. Oh yeah, um, yeah. 
which uh, because the the grant you were grandfathered over there well not grandfathered but the drinking age was only 18 in Windsor I grew up in Detroit and so we used to be able when you could just go back and forth we would go over there and <laughs> yeah. we the called ballet. it the Windsor but yeah, yeah. So we know what you mean yeah all right we know what you there's mean there's some people there going what <laughs> I didn't know they were I'm so I'm sure Windsor has a legitimate a ballet culture. as well yeah, yeah. I'm sure they do yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, it was fun. It was a great, great time. Now, I'm so proud of everything that we did and every, all the work that we did. Because well, we yeah. really made were an you at all surprised that it, the the final of the World Cup ended up being the most watched women's sporting event in North American history? Were you surprised? I, I don't know if I was surprised because I've always known that there is this soccer uh, audience, and it's not niche, it's not underground, it's above ground, it's growing every single day. It is an it is an army, but w w when the numbers came out, there's some logical reasons for this. Number one is that soccer continues to just be huge. Number two, the time zone is huge when you have a World Cup and the ability to line up in really great moments in a Sunday. Uh, and then three, the most important thing, it's the U.S. playing for a world championship. Yeah. And there's one thing that we dig is, is winners. Absolutely. And these women are and prove to be winners. And people just grabbed on to them and said, take us for that incredible ride so that we can cheer as a nation. And that's, exactly. That so, and that's the most want, important thing. People want a collective experience, so mm -hmm. they all experience it in different ways. You're watching on TV, but you're also you're seeing what people are saying on Twitter and all that. So that's getting even more eyeballs, I believe. Yeah, and, and most of our sports experience is you know, regional or, or with a team or with a city and stuff, exactly. and you celebrate that. But this, for an entire country to be able to come together for one moment, even people that could care less about soccer, were into it because mm -hmm. you can you can do that. And you know, sometimes we we get laughed at as as Americans for our for our pride and our, our patriotism. But it is part of what we are, and we wear it on our sleeve. And it was interesting up there seeing how the Canadians went about supporting their team and the different ways that that they did and the type of subdued nature at I was going to say, so tell us about that. What, it's just, a, li it's just a little different. And we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're mm -hmm. in Vancouver and we're screaming and yelling and with the flag and USA and all this kind of stuff. And at some one point I said, they're going to kick our ass. <laughs> uh, but, and the way that they went uh, for it, and certainly with Canada, when Canada was playing, and we were there during Canada Day too, which, right. was, which was wonderful to see, but it's just a, it's just a different way, and it doesn't make anybody any better or worse. It's just kind of how we do it in the U.S., and I would never apologize for it. And and uh, it is it is who we are, and and we believe in you know in in, in the stars and stripes and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And when we have those moments where we can come together collectively, because you don't have a lot of times uh, as a nation. Uh, we're going to grab them with both hands. And and then you know you mentioned Canada. From your perspective, you watch so much soccer. Um, there was so much expectation for that Canadian team coming out of the Olympics, and they yeah. did so well. Uh, what you know in your mind, what happened? What, where did it go wrong? Was I I point the the problem to and uh, thanks Japan. for answering, Dan. Well, I uh, sorry. No, no, no. Listen, so I, I, I just wanted to get your take because the two goals that were scored on Canada were in the sun drenched end. So what, did that play a factor? So you're blaming the sun. Yes. The sun. Dan <laughs> O'Toole, Canada's 2015 Women's World I Cup experience. I blame the sun. I blame the sun. Uh, well, well, as you know, at BC Place, and, yeah. and they talked about it a lot, there were shadows and sun. So that that could have played a part. I, I'm not sure that, it, that it's played as much a part as the fact that there was just a mediocre team when you really get down to it. Uh, and that's not anything against. They were, and they fed off of the, the support that they had, which was very good. And that can only take you so far until you, until you come up against a good team. And it's not that England was a great team. England wasted this tournament because yeah. they were given a pathway, at least to the semifinals, uh, that was golden. Beating... Having to beat the likes of England is nothing compared to what Germany and the U.S. had on the other side. Mm -hmm. And France, who went out early, which which was a really, really good team. So 
uh, and and it's kind of geared at times when you host a World Cup to give you a path to to get to the final. Sure, yeah. And it was given to them, and 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 they wasted it. And it was a pity. Um, Russia is next yeah. for you guys. Yeah. We were there for it the may Olympics. Smell of pot too. I don't. Yeah, know. of course. Red Square, just ganja <laughs> all over Putin. And there's going to be games in Sochi, so there's going to be wild dogs just right? running yeah, amok. Dogs exactly. They're everywhere. very friendly though. They're yeah. friendly little pooches. Yeah. Um. So what? What you're? First of all, have you been there? No. Are you? Okay. It's one of the few places I've never been, so I'm excited to go. And you'll be there. There, I saw they're looking at at real estate near Red Square. Like you're yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. right in the middle of it. Well, see, this is the. It's not the problem but the reality is that every time we 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 killed it this summer you it's did. wonderful and and the numbers were great and, every, and all the executives are happy and, and the sponsors and after oh. our u.s open experience alexi <laughs> you really saved our asses <laughs> so, but, but now you got to live up to those look you look at all right you look at look at it make sure that you know exactly who's talking all right <laughs> Okay, but we're now good. you got to live up to Shanks it, right? Shanks doesn't listen yeah, to this yeah, podcast. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I've been Periscope. Oh, okay. Eric. <laughs> Eric, I love you. Right. Hello, Shanks. Uh, yeah, so now you got to live up to it. Yeah. And, and and like I said, the set became a star. There were people that, because a lot of people aren't there for the whole tournament. So they started out watching it here in the U.S. And right. they saw this set and, oh, this incredible vista and, and all the aesthetics and stuff. And then they want to come and see it. So they would come to our set and take pictures in front of it and want tours and all that kind of stuff. So now you have to find a way to get some sort of iconic uh, type of set. And I believe that they will do it. Yeah. And, and this is good because this, this, this creates that expectation both externally and, and internally that you got to do something big. And it's going to be different. Uh, but I think it's going to be just as much fun. At our old workplace, TSN, uh, we had a... Uh, I watched the, TSN a lot. The yeah. World Cup host, James Duffy. He was on last week, and he said uh, their set, he had one table, and it collapsed five or six <laughs> right, times. Right. It was very Canadian was, TV for you. <laughs> we, used to, we used to get back to the bar uh, every single night and, uh, <laughs> and and sit at the bar every single night and um, and watch TSN and just go, <laughs> look, look at this. I mean, the, the, the talent was great, but it was nothing. We were so spoiled with our set and what we were doing. And, and a lot of po- folks there came and said, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that Fox is doing this right in our own backyard in the yeah. way that yeah, we... Yeah, Fox spent doing. about a few million, and I think uh, TSN spent a few dollars. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. TSN <laughs> moved one of the desks from their newsroom across the country to Vancouver and sat behind <laughs> it. We can slam TSN all we want. We made that <laughs> network. <laughs> Uh, okay, do people you ask me about you guys over there. They, they kept coming up and saying, "Are you guys coming?" and all yeah, that. And, we didn't and, show. Uh, <laughs> you guys didn't show. You didn't get. I was disappointed you didn't have your lawyer on at some point uh, on the actual show and in, in one of those segments to explain everything. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. The know, green card application yeah, hasn't no, been listen, processed. Yet. We're not letting you out. That's it. <laughs> know, all right, we got great. you. I, mean, I love it. We are the greatest country in the world, but when we when we when we attain an asset, we are going to keep that here, okay, it's as long works. as we possibly can. We're, we're fine with it. Plus, I had an Ameri- my wife had an American baby while the World Cup was on just as an anchor baby, so we never get kicked out of the U.S. <laughs> uh, do you want to play our favorite game before oh. we let you go? Yeah, yeah, this is fun. I don't know what it is, but I'll play it. Rapid Fire. Wow, production. Yeah. Production value. Serious awesome. stuff. Yeah. So we just asked you a bunch of questions. Okay. So you can answer them. Uh, All right. The okay. thing you're going to miss most about Vancouver? Um, the runs in Stanley Park um, and the pot smell. Really? You're going to yeah. miss that pot smell? Well, initially I was. I said, this is ridiculous and something should be done. And, and, and this is the cleanest country, uh, city in the, uh, in the world, but they can't figure out how to fix the pot smell. And then I just got used to it and yeah. it just became part of my 
run. I was yeah. out there doing physical exercise and, <laughs> and anticipating when the next, you know, whiff would come around the corner. It, so. it was it was almost like markers in a marathon. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, And the seaplanes, the seaplanes behind us. Oh, those, by the way, that was amazing. We when just you'd yeah. be on set and you oh, hear the planes. So we just did a segment, Rob Stone and I, because we got back last night and now I'm doing a, a show this or this afternoon, and we got we just did our first segment after the World Cup. And there was no so buzz. There was nothing. It was. It were like we you were doing golf. It. I said, "Yeah, Rob, it's really interesting the way that uh, the U.S. <laughs> is going to come out tonight." And, uh, <laughs> now we have an idea for a podcast for you and Rob Stone. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up. This okay. is actually Dan's idea. So no, you guys, this was Rob Stone's idea. Was it okay. Stoner's idea? Yep. So the, even if it's not, he'll take credit. The idea is that that you guys en route to this studio here at Fox to do regular Champions League segments mm-hmm. and all the stuff that you do for us. We'd do a podcast. We would set up a camera in Stoner's car. Okay. You would be in the passenger seat, and you would talk about soccer en route to here on the commute, which can be as much as an hour and plus, or or back. Okay. And you would talk about about soccer in the car. In the car. The yeah. whole time. Let me let me let me think. And about then we can see Stoner's road rage right. and right. everything. Right. Opportunity for you know, obviously wonderful content, but also uh, there's commercial value you there. You can do it in I a mean, Fiat. You can do it. Do it in a Fiat. <laughs> We call it the carpool lane. I love uh, it. And <laughs> I love it, too. Hello. I Fox. love it, too. Just hand-delivering content to it. you. Yeah, uh, two this. more rapid fires. Idea, man. <laughs> <laughs> Was the turf as big as it? We never heard anything about That's after true. the first few right. days about right. the turf. Uh, it, it wasn't a big deal in that everybody was dealing with it, and you just kind of got on with your job. It was a complete disgrace that the U.S. or the, that the that all the teams uh, had to play on it. It never would have happened in a uh, uh, a male World Cup. No. Nope. Um, but this is this is FIFA, and they recognized that any hit they were going to take was going to be minimal, and they could they could deal with it. And I don't think it'll happen in in the future. But right. it's a pity that we had to go through this summer in this World Cup in order to get to the point where they said, okay, we won't do that in the future. And last one, where does this uh, win by the Americans of the World Cup rank in uh, your top ten of American soccer moments? Uh, oh, it's definitely in the in the top five. In terms of my working uh, or just, moments, I mean, just for the soccer uh, I had, in general for this well, country. Just just, just uh, before I let you go, I, I learned so much this summer because I had watched women's soccer, but obviously I specialize in, in, in the men's. Uh, I think if you watch women's soccer, and you watch it with this compare and contrast type of, uh, of view, it, it's dangerous, and it'll take you a lot longer to get to the point where you enjoy it. And so I really quickly just said, this is yes, it's the same game, but it's a separate way of watching it. And once you do that, you enjoy it. And, um, and that's important. The other thing I learned is that the men's game doesn't get to define what is right uh, or what is genuine or what is legitimate in terms of how uh, you react to plays on the field. Just because this is how we would react in, a, in the men's game doesn't make it right. Uh, and and, and I, think that, I think that was the thing that I'm most proud of, I learned the most out of. And so after this summer, uh, I am full, completely in on women's soccer. I love it. I love all the stories. I learned so much from the women that I worked with and all the people that I worked with this summer. And it ranks way up there in terms of the... Uh, the things that I have done, and I've worked plenty of World Cups and a lot of other things, but uh, this summer was was really really cool. And I think the farther I get away f- uh, from it, the more and more I'll appreciate it. That, that should be the motto for our station: Don't compare us to hey, anyone else. You Just know accept what? us on our own. Yeah, I heard this once: Comparison is the thief of joy. Ooh, right? Not Getty Lee. It was Getty? Or, or was one of the Getty probably brothers? said something it's like that. Lanny McDonald. It was it was Terry Fox. <laughs> He's dead.
Lexi, this has been great. Way to Rapid fire. God, we loved him too. <laughs> oh, I have one more question before you go. Sure. What the f is with Brad Friedel's accent? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so I've known Brad Friedel since, honestly, we were uh, uh, late, uh, like 18, 19, because we used to play against each other back in college. And uh, so I've seen this transition. Right. <laughs> I, was I mean, with it's him the other weird. day, and I bust him because we're both from the Midwest. He's from right. Ohio. I'm from I'm from Michigan. I thought it was a German and, accent at first. Oh, and, and by the way, people say, "Oh, it's English," or it's this. Uh, no, because when he's with those folks, they're going, "I have no idea what the hell he's saying either." <laughs> so it's completely alien. It is this in- incredible mixtape or mix match of 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 everywhere that he's been. He owns it. He recognizes it. He laughs at it. He can change it. Uh, wow. Depending on region, oh I mean, God. there's a real alien aspect and to M- what Mike's Brad Friedel becomes. Mike's right. gonna drop in an audio clip so people so know people will get about. to people no problem if you if they It'll be hilarious and you can, yeah if, so you will you will have just listened to this audio clip now <laughs> and you can pick and pick out different things and you'll think you're right and say oh obviously that's uh, that's some sort of dialect from the Bavarian region or whatever it is you're wrong it's yeah. not it it's completely different. So. Second half we gave them uh, gave them a goal and I mean really from. The uh, first minute in the second half, they were they were on top of us a little bit, but great credit to the lads. We defended really well today. Um, even Luca, Luca uh, saving things off the line at the end. So it was uh, what a great win. Um, Alexi Lawless, thank you so much thank for, you guys. for joining us thank on you the guys. podcast. It was awesome. To thank have you, you for giving us uh, you know uh, moments to uh, to. Uh, it was really just uh, for you. Let's make <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. So fry. Yeah, thank we'll uh, we'll work on it for Russia too. Thanks, my friend. Thank you, Alexi Lawless. What a guest. We didn't ask Alexi about the fact that he is the part owner of Hollywood United FC, a semi-pro team whose players include Jason Statham, Ziggy Marley, Robbie Williams, and Dermot Mulroney. Okay, I can understand Statham and Robbie Williams. They're they're English guys. I get Ziggy Marley. Why the f*** would you let Dermot Mulroney on that team? Hey, guys, I'm Dermot Mulroney. Are you Dylan McDermott? No, no, I'm the other one. Anyway, can I come play the soccer game with you? What happened to Robbie Williams? He was uh, set to become a big, big star, I thought. Yeah, here's what happened, Dan. He did more <laughs> than you did at Hermosa Beach this past <laughs> weekend. In fact, if you take You can't the, say those things, because that's not true. The amount of <laughs> that you did in Hermosa hey, that's Beach. that's all being bleeped. You multiply that by 100,000. You better bleep 000. all that. A hundred thousand, okay? You multiply it by that. There, see? <laughs> Is that what happened to him? Yeah, I think so. And then oh. I think uh, and then I think he went into sort of a post-cocaine depression. And then he got back together with his boy band. But also he came, he came, you know what, Dan? It's like us. He, he was huge in another country, and he came to America to try to make it, and he failed, unlike <laughs> us. We got our third year on our contract. <laughs> so basically we, we did better than Robbie Williams. And we're having problems getting Jeremy Taggart on the line? Yeah. Oh, really? We're a little early. I told him uh, 10 after. We're one minute early. He said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little early. Maybe he's not there. It's precision. <laughs> oh, God. He said home, so maybe he's... Remember that time we caught him in the car? That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that time we missed him. Remember he wasn't home yet? Oh. We, got to, we couldn't find him. Oh, we okay. I liked getting him in the car. He was. He was... A little more <laughs> he rowdy. Was, he was, he was, I think it was because he wasn't at home. His wife and kids weren't around, so he could be a little more unhinged. Yeah. I think that's the way to describe Taggart it. unplugged. 
daggered. <laughs> Why is someone's hockey gear over here? Yeah, what is that? That's the uh, PA show props. Now, can I ask a question? Th- what? You mentioned the PA show, but I thought now it's Fox Sports Live Digital. It's not the PA That's show. That's true. Yeah. It's not called the PA show? No. no. Now it's Fox Sports Live Digital. Oh. I, no, I didn't get that memo. <laughs> They got fifty cent next week. We don't. We 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 missed out on that. Are you kidding me? Why? He's in they at got two o'clock. You want to come in early for him? No. No. See, <laughs> Jeremy Taggart's on the line. We aren't getting fifty cent on the podcast. You guys are swearing tonight. We, we had our chance, Taggart, but we would have to come in two hours early. <laughs> that. Whoa. <laughs> that. Patrick's got some cleaning to do. Uh, Patrick <laughs> doesn't even answer emails. So. <laughs> Patrick's Cam. not here. Patrick. Holy moly, three in two minutes. Pat, Pat, Patrick's head of our social media department, but he doesn't understand what an inbox is. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Tagger, what are you... All, he's getting all buff now, eh, Patrick? <laughs> he's, he posted a pic, like, the pictures he's posting in a, like... <laughs> In an American muscle shirt with his He's tattoos. From sunsets to biceps. <laughs> <laughs> from sunsets to biceps, the Pat Muldowney story. <laughs> yeah. Poor Pat. Uh, Jeremy, speaking of Instagram, you've been uh, you've been tweeting out our Instagram pics of playing golf. What's going yes. on? We we had the stomp the stigma of the first tournament uh, in history. It's basically. Uh, awareness of suicide and uh you know we we've all understood you know that people are talking about depression and 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 being down but this is kind of where that ends up and we're talking about suicide and and uh we have the collateral damage project which i've been involved with for years now and also the kyle brandon travis foundation uh with uh bob and marla travis uh, their son uh, passed away last year from suicide, and uh, we put this tournament together with Ian Leggett at Summit Golf Club and uh, raised over $110,000 yesterday. Wow, unreal. Congratulations. BMO and Air Canada as sponsors, and uh, we're off to the races, boys. Uh, now, I saw you in a picture with Michael Landsberg. I, I've never known Michael to golf. Does he golf? He didn't golf. No, okay. he was just uh, off the record game. Which oh, okay. Was great. Yeah. And they filmed an episode yesterday there at the club. And uh, we had people like Gary Roberts and uh, Camilleri, Mike Camilleri, a bunch of hockey players, a bunch of celebrities, some musicians from the Arkells and Billy Talent. And uh, a good, it was a great time, a, a, a great uh, event. But just, uh, I guess, the first time in history when. Uh, Suicide is the actual reason, and and uh, with the collateral damage project and uh, the idea of w- what we're trying to do is just, I guess, really stomp the stigma, the actual idea of talking about it. Because as males, we uh, between the ages of 40 and 50 years old, we just kind of guard against any depression. You kind of hide away from the idea of what's happening or if there's any problems and. Uh, a lot of people uh, turn 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 into darkness, and and then there's no there's no way out. And this is kind of offering a new plan and a new uh, perspective to that ideal, and and just kind of having uh, people look at suicide no differently than prostate cancer 20 years ago, you know, or was right. uh, something that wasn't talked about. That's amazing, Taggart. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank um, you. On a lighter note, how's Gary Roberts looking? Does he look like he still could play? Oh, for sure, man. Oh. That guy is <laughs> yeah. 
so dialed. You know, <laughs> I, I played golf with him a couple times, and he's like, you know, uh, he's just like, hey, I'm going to have some food. And he's like got a little packet in his, his pocket. Oh, yeah. He's like eating some nuts. He's like, one of those guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's like got this regimen, and he does, he practices what he preaches. And uh, I think the players that are younger, they see how fit he is and how healthy yeah. he still is. Mm-hmm. Is he still just, training, guys? Yeah, absolutely. He's still doing Stamkos. Awesome. And I've, uh, the, the most controversial one is Kessel apparently started out with him. So I don't know how that's working out. Eh, and, then he, and then he he just hit hot dogs every day. Imagine like this guy's, he gets you throwing ropes for oh. hours, you know, the big oh, tossing the ropes around. Like craziness. No like, Gary Roberts is just a hardcore workout king. And yeah. I just can't imagine Phil Kessel, who's popping Pringles like nobody's <laughs> and, and speaking of golf, we almost had a uh, a Canadian win on Sunday with David Hearn. I know, I know. We had the the playoff there with Buddy with the the wedge strip there. How about that? <laughs> Mutton with the wedge. Yeah, I and didn't see how did he... Yeah, no, Hearn almost broke through. I, I, that's great. It's and he gets great. to play in the uh, the Open Championship now. How did that yeah. guy break his putter? Because I never did see. Did he smash it or something? I, he, like, kind of tossed it at the golf, his golf bag, and it broke. I don't think he meant to break Real it. Real quality with made Fisher-Price putter? putter? <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, Taggart, uh, you and I both commented on, on an Instagram picture that a good friend of ours, Jeff O'Neill, posted. <laughs> he's, so he's, he's at a, some sort of golf vacation of some sort. <laughs> And he's been posting all these pictures, and they're not very interesting. It's just, you know, him in his room with a TV on, him him on the course. But then there was one that he posted that you and I just couldn't help ourselves, and it was him in, I guess, what, what was the Clubhouse Cigar Lounge, yeah. which is fine, and it looked nice. But then you could see that he was not wearing shoes in the <laughs> c- cigar lounge. Yes. yes. <laughs> I just thought that was one of the greasier moves that you might do. In a, in a, looked like he was at like a steakhouse lounge or some kind of heavy duty spot. Hey, eh? the roof is yeah. like dial. Oh yeah, like and it's all barefoot. dark. Yeah, it's all dark woods and rich leathers, and <laughs> and O'Neill's just taking off the golf shoes and just putting yeah, the yeah. feet up. Like yes. it's his living room it's or so, something. It looks like totally Del Griffith from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles <laughs> yeah. on the plane. That's what he's doing. It was just. Uh, and then he chirps us back, like, come on, you had your fun, boys? What do you think? Come on. My feet are clean, he says. <laughs> oh, really? That's what everybody clean. says. Take your shoes off. My feet are clean. I can take my shoes off anywhere. I clean yeah. my feet. Sure they're nice and clean after 18 holes of golf and walking. <laughs> what a clown. Does O'Neill yeah, walk into the keg bear dog? The franchise, eh? Yeah, the franchise walks in. What does he do TSN radio every leaf lunch? Just strolls yeah, in yeah, barefoot? Yeah, man. that's getting religious here. Oh my god. Yeah. But he's off for the summer now. He's off for the summer, but he's still there, I think, because uh you know, he's he's really Got the perspective of most people in this city for the Leafs, where he just kind of he loves them and wants them to win. But you know, he scored 42 goals in the NHL one year. It's a good little combo. He's great. I think yeah, he's awesome for sure. Uh, Jeremy, before we let you go, is there a website people can visit uh, to to learn more about uh, the tournament? And yes, stompthestigma.com. And uh, I mean, follow on Twitter me, obviously. Uh, 
Suicide Talk, Scott Chisholm, who's founded the uh, Collateral Damage Project. He's uh, at Suicide Talk on Twitter. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an important thing, and uh, I really feel that there was a, a shift in, in the, the world of understanding to kind of like actually, you know, the word suicide and then having it in corporate the corporate world and i think it's really changing so we're gonna we're gonna move things and uh taggart and torrance tell us what you got coming up for the yeah pod. we're gonna we're, yeah we gotta we're gonna actually tape tomorrow we uh we're gonna be doing the canadies canadian 80s songs <laughs> we play them and just guess them it's a good game it's fun you oh know, there's gonna be some gino vanelli music oh, 80s know. music i'm sure you guys could probably go on uh you gotta have us on to try that sometime because yeah, I want yeah, I, I want to yeah, do yeah, some solid time. Gowan. I wanted someone pointed out that they wanted Gowan on the Wall of Fame, and then someone said, "I guess he wasn't born in Canada." But I said, "Listen, I think Gowan's earned it." And like, Gowan's he is. He, he's, he's still with Sticks, classic, right? And, and he can play those piano keys. He's yeah, a good player. Hey, so we can also talk about the the announcement of the Canadianity book that will be coming out yeah. in our Yeah, can we talk about that? Okay, yeah. great, yeah. great, yeah. excellent, all right. Yeah. That's spectacular, that'll be fun, 2016 now, in the fall. Okay, so tell us uh, tell us about this, this is HarperCollins coming out 2016, and you and Jonathan are writing the book together, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's the Canadianity book, it's a handbook of Canada, uh, the beauty of the way we see it, some of the great spots will in, in, involve the idea of the the podcast where we kind of we do top fives and top tens. We also did a thing called the Greasies, where the the greasiest bars in Canada. You guys appreciated Osborne that. Osborne Village. We'll kind man. of take all that into into one little book. Where we're going to interview people. We're going to talk to Jay about uh, you know Alberta and the Edmonton oh. scene. We also will get into the mind of Peterborough Whoa. with uh, Dan O'Toole and possibly uh, the the. You know the the upbringing of of what he had with the was not night not unlike Mennonites. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get it all, and obviously Jonathan covers the East Coast. So we're gonna try and get uh, a book out that will explain what we love about this country and the fact that there is an individuality with Canadians. I love it. I think yeah. it's gonna be well, amazing. Congratulations! Cannot That's unreal. Wait. Everything's coming up Taggart. Everything's Yay! coming up Taggart. I love it. I love it. Um. Okay. So. We, uh, if uh, the new pod coming out this week, um, yep. and then uh, iTunes and SoundCloud, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And then at Taggart and Torrens on Twitter, at Taggart7 as well. Uh, yeah. Great to talk to you, bud. And yes. uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Love talk you too. Soon. See you, buddy. That is uh, Jeremy Taggart. Um, before we go, uh, update on my uh, my kids' presents. These are still on. Remember that I I got the yarn Ooh, for Father's Day. They're still there. Can't be smelling good. Now they don't hold any smells. Oh, your wrist? You've been walking around all the time, all over the South Bank. How dirty do your wrists get? You masturbate. <laughs> Not with my wrists. Well, you got to use a little bit of that. <laughs> um, and uh, my new favorite show on TV, Drunk History. Give that up. We I'm want you to enjoy this. Who's show. watching True Detective? Oh yeah, Just I haven't got around to the second one. Get it? Uh, going. The next one. It's Why? No good. I don't know. It's picking up. <laughs> Can't give much away, but just weird. Oh, but it's you little, know, what? it's a little more Twin Peaks. Than it's okay. Thing. Yeah, it is a bit Twin. It's like Twin Peaks if it wasn't done well. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, oh, but 
Are you watching Ballers with The no, Rock? I'm done. No. Yeah. yeah, Ballers. That's the show my wife and I decided to watch Terrible. together. And? Uh, you know, it's okay. No. Rob, You know what? Rob Corddry always makes me laugh. So I don't know if he was the right cast for that. He might or, not have been. Yeah. It's probably a terrible show, <laughs> but I can't turn away from it. And I, the Brink. I like The Brink. <laughs> I like The Brink because I like Tim Robbins. It's an unnecessary Tim Robbins hour of television yeah. between yeah. those two shows. Yeah. Oh, overall, when you go from uh, Veep and Game of Thrones to Ballers and True Detective, your Sunday night premium cable viewing is taking a bit of a drop off. So I haven't seen any of Ballers, but I can only assume it's about testicles. It's all about nuts. <laughs> so it's just guys walking around. Yeah. Like, hey, Ballers! Yes. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just, the you just take a camera into a men's locker room, <laughs> a different men's locker room every week, and just look at guys' nuts and uh, just examine them. Every, all the different nuts. One ball hanging different than the other balls. Big nuts. that, nuts, that nuts. got uh, greenlit? Well, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's the darling of HBO. Lil Sketch. Maybe he could get our show uh, greenlit. What's our show? Ballers. <laughs> <laughs> just call it ball. Balls. balls. Just balls. <laughs> that, HBO's balls. That, thanks for uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us this week. Uh, this is fun this week. Uh, I want to start off by thanking Bertie for stepping in. And yeah, Bertie. It was a real pleasure. Job. Thank you, my friend. It was very fun. Really good to have you, you here. Mike Botticello, again, does all the hard work with Pat not answering emails. Again, Pat, all you have to do is just click on the inbox, yeah, and all these emails it, will be there. And then when you you click on it, then you read what the, is in the body of right. the email. And then that's how we'll send you information about when we tape the podcast and when you should arrive for the podcast. And then just stop taking Instagram pictures of yourself. And maybe even reply back. Right. Just so we reply. know yeah. your whereabouts. Dave, so uh, on the email, they give you an option to reply. Right. Yeah. So right. you just hit the reply, and yeah. then you type what you want yeah. conveyed to the other person. Right. And then you hit send, and then that will go to that person. That's uh, email. Yeah, that's how it works, Pat. So uh, look into it. David Featherstone, uh, just killing it. Terrific hat and glasses combo this week. Thank you, my friend. Uh, this year, but it was delicious. And uh, Alexi Lawless and Jeremy Taggart. Oh, yeah, you send Alexi a tweet. At Alexi, A-L-E-X-I-L-A-L-A-S, at Alexi Lawless. Tell him how much you enjoyed him on the pod. And send us your emails. You all know how to send emails. Jayanddan.com. We know we won't be getting any from Patrick. And uh, by the way, Fox Sports Live sponsors this podcast. So if you're listening in the United States of America and you'd like to check our show out, we're on every night at 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific on Fox Sports 1, a channel that everyone knows where it's at now. Thanks where to the it's Women's at. World Cup. See ya. Bye.